It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The driver's seat. Good start from Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. The driver's seat. Oh, in defence, that's massive. That's massive. Yes! Yes, 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 The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome to another big edition of The Driver's Seat. It's an interesting with you. Fantastic to have your company here. It is all happening. I've got the boys with me via the Gold Coast. Boys, it is AFL trade period here in uh, Melbourne Town. So you can imagine, everyone's talking a lot about football. You know why, Nimsy? Because we're not racing. We haven't had any racing for that long. There's not a lot of trade going on in the supercar. Well, there's a little bit. We'll there talk about that. There's a lot going on in the supercar there silly season. Oh, Matt missed the whole on. show last week. No, mate. Okay, righto. So I did not miss the whole show last night. <laughs> but, well, hey, it's great to be back. We have got a great man that is currently waiting on the line. Here's our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Asking mechanic for Ryko Filters is the professional choice, but we got to give him a proper intro first. Ladies and gentlemen, what a year it's been for Jim Beam Racing. James Courtney is our champion. Some of the best driving I've ever seen through there. Well done, James Courtney. Sensational drive. Congratulations, James Courtney. That's right. He is piloting the number 44 Boost Mobile Mustang. And he is the KG veteran of Tickford Racing. Please welcome the one and only James Courtney back to the driver's seat. Thanks, guys. I'm tough. I've been out to get out boxing. It's like I'm running out, pull my robe off, Steve. I'm ready to go. Oh, gee, that's a thought. Well, I'm pulling the robe off, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Pulling the robe off you or off Steve? No, no, no. Don't no, pretend it's like the first time you've ever, I've ever asked you to do it. Yeah, I know, mate. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, JC, it's Maddie. Uh, Nimsy said in your introduction they're the cagey veteran of Tickford. Mate, you're the cagey veteran of supercars. Let's be honest. You're the, you're the, you're the older guy on the field. Carried away. I think it's Russell Ingalls. He ain't full-time full no more, brother. You are full-time. You've signed... Oh, he's acting like he's full-time, isn't he? He's <laughs> acting like he never left. Him on the yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, actually, you know, we're, we're going to get onto your re-signing in just a minute, but um, he, your, your old sparring partner, Russell Ingle, is coming back. How do you reckon he's going to go? Like, I'm hearing and talking to a lot of people that reckon that he is going to get a big shock, as is Murphy, when they come back. Do you reckon he'll be all right, or do you reckon it'll be tough for him? Yeah, 
I reckon, I reckon it's going to be a bit of a shock to the system for him. Um, you know, the thing, the whole championship has progressed as it does with any sport. It moves so quickly. Um, you know, the, the, the fields are so tight now, it's freaking ridiculous. But look, I, I don't think anyone really expecting anything special apart from him from himself but um but yeah look it's it, it's gonna be really tough and i think it's um i think it, yeah i think you're right with it being a it will be a very much an eye-opening experience for him it's um you know you you forget pretty quickly how hot it is in these frigging things and it's going to be the end of december or start of december into summer into november um it's going to be so bloody hot and um you know What's how long has it been since the muscle's been out? Like eight years or something? Five, seven years? <laughs> yeah, twenty sixteen with Rick Kelly, I think was the last time he was in a car. Wow. So quite a while. Yeah, so it's gonna it's um and at that age, geez, you deteriorate quickly, don't you? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you uh, if you heard our previous chat with uh, Peter Addison, JC, but he did say that his first instruction to young Brock Feeney was when you're around the enforcer, remember to talk slower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has got a decent set of logs on him, the muscle. Um but, uh, that's why him and Brock will get on, I guess. But um, they won't be short of the radio, though, will they? they? Those two won't miss a radio call. Yeah, he's a good fella, Brock. He's a good fella. He's um, he yeah, he's, he's very young. He's got a lot to um, you know, lots coming his way. But look, he'll have a ball. The hardest thing probably going to be going up against Shane mentally. Mm. I think that's. He's got to stop nor not judge himself off him because he'll just get crushed, I think. Obviously, Matt, we've got a lot of stuff to talk to you about, you know, your signing and some pretty exciting stuff. But I want to ask you about that. You know, it's I think it's the first time I've seen, you know, a, a top team, you know, like Red Bull especially, that they're putting in a rookie, you know, basically. Like, it's uh, it's a massive seat that he's he's been able to, to get. And what are your thoughts? I mean, what do you think he should be expecting next year, like, as in results-wise? I know young kids want to go in and say, I'm going to win races, I'm going to do this. Realistically, what do you think? Because you know, I know, and I know you know, how we all treat you guys when they come into the category. So what... Come on, thanks a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you think? I don't know. They're all saying that they take their risk-takers and everything at Red Bull and you know, they're not afraid of it's not a freaking risk the guy's going to be fast there or thereabouts and it's not a risk because Shane's always going to deliver the result for them um, so look I, I think he'll be fast I think he's going to get roughed up a lot um, as we all sort of see the guys you know coming from Felton series into the well, whatever we call it F Super 2 into the main game it's a big step this is going to sound really mean to the guys that are in there, but I'd say that level isn't as good as what it has been in previous years. There isn't that depth like when Percat, Mostert, Pye, you know, that and McLaughlin, all those, that was a strong era. And those guys came in and sort of yeah. ticked and got results. Whereas, you know, Brock's car is about a thousand times better than anyone else's and he's not really racing anyone and his budget's about three times as big. So <laughs> um, it's it's going to be interesting. Um Look, he's, he's not bad. He knows what he's doing. And, and like I said, the, the, you know, when he rolls into next year, his car is going to be as good as Shane's. And that's going to be one of the, or if not the best car in the field. So, it's um, yeah, I think it's going to be more of a mental game for him. It's going to be the hardest thing. And our races are so much longer than what the Super 2 ones are. It's more frequent. There's more pressure. It's live television. There's you know, so much more involved. And when you have to be there on the weekend and he's the one that has to set up his own car and do all that stuff as opposed to you know, being a co-driver or relying on the other guys so much, it, um, it will be a different, whole different space for him. But, you know, I was a 
young chap. I wasn't that young when I came in. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Steve was the same. We're all you're young, you're full of energy, you're excited. Um, he'll push back as much as people push him into him, and I think that's probably the most important thing is, is you know, when guys like me just see him and think it's going to be funny and just run into him, to, and he's got to turn around and run straight back into you. Otherwise, you know, he's going to get pushed around. That's probably I, what I did too much of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pushing back. I wasn't afraid of, to push back. <laughs> um, JC, I want to talk quickly. We, we have, it's obviously been a hard year this year for everyone, but you've actually had a really good year. You're in the top 10 of the championship with some consistent results. looks like you're going to, you're going to finish there for the first time, uh, I think, since 2015. How would you rate your year so far? You you happy with what you, you you've been able to achieve? I think it's been quite good. I think the thing that pissed me off the most about it is the start of the year. I balled up at Bathurst. And that really put us deep in the field when I shunted the thing. So, um, you know, really annoyed with that and myself because if we didn't have that, I'd be, you know, a lot further up as well. So it's been it's been an awesome year. Apart from that, it's, um, you know, I think there's been a couple of highlights. I think um, the race at Darwin was really cool where I started, I think, last and, Got to fourth and then got the re, uh, penalty for the restart and got a five-second thing and got pushed back to tenth. But to go from last to fourth was pretty pretty awesome. Um, Towns were the last one where I lunged those two blokes who were just, I forget who it was, sleeping on the front and I just lunged them into turn one. I come out of there and I'm like, holy shit, the old boy's in front here. It's been a while since I've had fresh air to breathe. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's it's been good. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm having so much fun. Um and yeah, you guys know when when you're enjoying something and and really love it and doing well at it, then you know everything just snowballs and it, it goes well. And also, you know, it's a great bunch of guys um, at Tickford. Cam really enjoying working with him. It's uh, it's it's interesting. I never thought I could ever be happy for anyone else apart from myself. If I got you know the team got results, like when Steve would get one when we were teammates, I was pissed, <laughs> really pissed. Um, but now I'm genuinely happy, like if Cam, like when I stand there at the, you know, Steve will look down at me and I'm like waving at him I'm between my teeth saying, you dickhead. <laughs> but I would Cam, actually don't you happy because you're, you're, you're positioning your career so much, you know, I'm that much further on now and you're not, you're, you're not fighting as, as much a teammate as what you are. I'm sort of probably working a lot more with him and, and my role within the team is more sort of trying to help him through those, you know, tricky things that I've already been through and experienced and it uh, seems to be working really well. Look, I think it's it's the team. I think the team, if I look at it from the outside of Tickford, and you might be able to, um, and please tell me if I'm wrong here, but I've got a bit of a concern. <laughs> I've got a bit of concern about Tickford. You and Cam are obviously doing really well. Um, Jack LeBrock, who's got a really good history, he's out of the team now. There's been one championship in the last 20-odd years or however long it's been. Is there big ch- – tell me, please tell me there's big changes coming along at Tickford. Tell me because I think, I think from the outside, Tickford should be doing better than what they are. Am I being unfair? No, no. It's, um, yeah, we all want to do better than what we are. Um, mm. it's, uh, yeah, it's been hard. I think it, it's, it's been quite a bit of change going through there. I think financially, I think there's, you know, there's been um, – you know, a few sponsors that haven't delivered, like with the whole mega thing that then rolled into our, you know, when I was at WAU, that guy sort of put everyone back there a little bit, I think, um, you know, and then with the drivers, they've had quite a bit of a change, you know, across the garages and 
um, over that, that period of time. And Rod and Tim and, and Rusty now are really pushing hard to try and get a bit of consistency, and that's part of why I got a multi-year deal, which is fantastic. I'm super pumped to say <laughs> this, this time in my career. Sure. Not single-year deals at me, multi. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm at. But, um, but no, you know, they had, um, had the whole Stanaway thing, I think, was a crazy period for them. Um, and then with with Lee um, and whatever happened there, and that not continuing on, and then now with 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 uh, with Jack, it's um, yeah, I think it's it's probably a little bit of consistency in the in the driver group, and and um, yeah, they went from having Winterbottom there forever, a consistent sort of bloke, and Chaz was there a long time, to all of a sudden Cam was the only one left. So I think that's probably shaking it up a, a lot and that's probably affected the results and over that period of time there's been a lot of guys sort of giving their own version of what they think the feedback is um, and has probably hindered a little bit of the development um, but I think Cam's um, you know matured so much over that period and, and really over these last two years I think he's probably stood up and sort of taking more of a, a lead role and he's more confident in his ability and where he wants to take the team and, and and all that sort of stuff, and I think that then the boys then have got someone to rally around. I don't think they've probably had a strong enough figure to do that. And now Cam's in that position where, you know, he's got the results, he's got the confidence, he's got the speed, and and um, that's happening. And and um, look, I, yeah, I think it's it's only going to get better. I think my relationship with the guys is getting really good. I think the whole COVID thing. Um, I think it probably hurt the Melbourne teams a lot more than, than um, everyone wants to realise last year. I think all that time away from home and away from the workshops really sort of made it hard for anyone to develop the cars and progress. And, and um, mm. so I think that probably had a little bit of a factor as well. So it's, um, you know, I think next year, hopefully, we put all this crap behind us with the COVID side of things. We can have a good finish off to the year, good, strong run into the uh, into Bathurst and, and um, have a normal season next year. And thank God they finally decided that it's smart not to run the Gen 3 thing halfway through the year and give a proper championship a year <laughs> and then uh, say goodbye to the car of the future and hello Gen 3. We've been very vocal about that on this show. Yes. <laughs> I, wanna, I do want to ask you, uh, when are we going to hear who's going to be your co-pilot? Oh, it hasn't been announced. No. No. I thought it had. Lucky not, I didn't say anything then. Oh, well, <laughs> yes, it has been announced, James yeah, Corden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is your going to be? Yeah, I forgot who it was. <laughs> Jeez, I, could have, I could have really balled that up, couldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so Oh, good. I'm not going to say now, but yeah. Uh, well, time will oh, tell, I guess. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, James Courtney, you almost got yourself in a whole world of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Tim Edwards has just See, stopped sweating someone right now. looking down on me, giving me a little pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me that the ink has dried on that new contract for the mate, because if it hasn't dried, lucky you didn't spill then, because you might have been in a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> so what's it going to be like Thanks, driving boy. with Paul Morris, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 it was like I almost was driving with him last year at Bathurst with Twig and Brock in there. Was, Paul was 
I could feel him breathing on my neck the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Hey, quickly, um, again, a tough question. I know you're not going to be able to answer it for me, but are you going to be in a Boost Mustang or are you going to be in an EFS Mustang or what are you going to be in in 2020? No, I'll definitely be in a Boost EFS Mustang. Good, okay. For the rest yeah. of the year. Will either, we'll we'll either, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll either of those brands pay a, play a major uh, signage role in your car next year, do we think? Look, Pete's a massive um, supporter of motorsport and has been a huge um, you know, supporter of mine for forever. So I first met Pete in 96 and he's always been a, playing a role in, in that. So we're going through it all now. Pete's a marketing um, genius. He's, uh, he likes to He's not backwards and coming forwards, as everyone everyone's seen. Yeah. And, and, uh, but he knows what he's you know, doing. Our, That's our, the thing. Yeah, exactly. And our sport needs those passionate people. And, and you know, people have been, you know, had sledge Pete the whole way through. And But if it wasn't for passionate people like that in our sport, we wouldn't have a sport. So he's um, he's a man who puts his money where his mouth is. And uh, he says he's going to do something. He normally does it. Um you know, with backing and like the whole Murph thing, I think has been good um, with Stanaway and that whole thing that he can see that there's a race within a race, and you know, marketing-wise, we can get a lot of stuff out of it. So he understands. He's built his whole, you know, the Boost Mobile brand here around action action sports. Our sport is the only national, um, you know, completely national sport that has, uh, you know, free to wear and um, you know, pay TV. Uh, no other sport generates crowds like we do, and um, yeah, he—that's why he's sort of been behind our sport and pushing in this way. Is trying to ultimately buy it last or throughout this period uh, with a couple of other blokes. So, like someone that puts that much effort into it and has been around that long and has put in millions and millions and millions of dollars, isn't just going to walk away. So, um, but yeah, as for how many cars he's going to sponsor and, and all that sort of stuff. I don't think he even understands yet. He's the sort of guy that rolls up and um, there's a car with nothing on it at the end of the grid and he's like, oh, give that guy some money. He looks like a nice chap. So he's, uh, <laughs> he could be sponsoring half the field. Who knows? Well, it's sort of like that, isn't it, at Bathurst, Matty? It's, uh, you know, you, you look at Bathurst mm-hmm. this year, obviously he's got representation with you, JC, with the, with the Mustangs. He's got Brody in the... In the Commodore. The Commodore. He's got Murph and Stanaway as a wild card and Brock and is backed by him in the Super 2 sort of thing. So it's going to be a fair bit of boost. And Macaulay Jones's helmet and yep. a few other bits and pieces. So it's it's a boost fest at Bathurst this year. <laughs> yeah, I think last year he, had, he was on five cars or something. So he's uh, wow. he doesn't mind spreading the love, that's for sure. I'd rather <laughs> if he contained it all solely to me and gave everything. <laughs> 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 Believe me, I've been working that angle. Why not all these other guys, Pete? I always run into Steve at random places, like at the tip the other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Can you have getting that engine in, into Jet's car, did you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still going. There's still <laughs> a work in progress. There's still a work in progress, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. And I see your dad all the time. I was I was down at, um, at Julian's getting a pizza, and how they go to that Chinese every Sunday. Yeah. I got out of my car, and I'm like, oh, it was Sunday, obviously. And I was walking back, and your mum and dad are walking. I'm like, holy shit. That's <laughs> Richard. And your dad sort of is. looked at me. And I'm like, Richard, after all these years, every Sunday night you're home, you still come here. And <laughs> yes. he's like, you know what, James? I've not got much going on, and I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> 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 
Bloody <laughs> origin. We should have had you on we last week because uh, he was Maddie was away last week and uh, and Dad was in here co-hosting with me. So uh, he, it, it was it was interesting. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. JC, we'll put it that way. <laughs> there would have been some one-liners. There yes, was. There was. <laughs> there was many. But he did get through the show without swearing, which was did he? Yeah. Okay. He did not swear, which right. was amazing. So good. very good. We, we look we go. forward to uh, going through all of Steve's teammates. James Moffat will join us next week. <laughs> hey, JC, it's been, it's been a pleasure having you on the driver's seat, mate. And it's it's absolutely fantastic to see you out and about. And uh, you might not remember this because it was a hell of a long time ago, but uh, uh, PI at the start of the year boosted a fantastic uh, ride day, and I got to have a ride in your Mustang, and you never looked happier, mate. And thank you so much too for that free boost cap. So please pass it on to promotions. <laughs> no, it's all good. Everything's going good. So you should be handing out those phones, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. iPhone 13, thanks. Unlimited data. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Pete. 5G. We've had Pete on the show. I think we've got Pete scheduled in the next couple of weeks, actually, yep. which I can't wait to do because I'm going to ask him a little bit, little bit like you, JC. I'm going to ask him... Some questions right between the eyeballs. Yeah, he'll and, tell you right he's between gonna the eyeballs. Tell me right, he's going to hit it right back between the eyeballs. He'll love it. <laughs> he operates between the eyeballs. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> Look, just in case anyone was if anyone was curious, uh, boost.com.au. It's on the full Telstra 4G mobile network. And 12 months SIM, you can get $170. That's 8 gig oh. of data, $14 per month. Paid up front. Not bad. We'll push what on. Great you uh, do you have an EFS plug that we can throw in as well? Uh, yeah, anyone wants some, uh, some solar, jump on, EFS. Yeah. copywriting there. <laughs> we'll make sure to send you the invoice, JC. But, uh, mate, thanks for, joining, thanks for joining us on the driver's seat. And, uh, go well at Sydney for the next, what, what seems to be, eternity. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Um, thanks. <laughs> James Courtney joining us here on the driver's seat. Isn't it great? You could just hear in JC's voice that he is a man that is absolutely loving life at the moment. He he is, and I know. I mean, I know we muck around and we have fun uh, uh, talking about his partner Tegan. But y- y- when you're happy off track, Steve, it often re- relates to a result yep. on track. Yeah. And as we mentioned, that JC is going to be potentially finishing in the top ten for the first time since 2015. That's not insignificant in this field. Um, and if he's Life off track is so amazingly happy as as he just stated just then. It's no wonder he's having a great result this year. Yeah, let's not forget too that it's very good for Tickford to have someone of the caliber of JC to be in the Gen Three car for its first year of development as oh, well. Absolutely. So that's very very important. Yeah, and I think yeah. that was a really big key for them to keep him on as well. So I think that's a really good move. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, James Courtney was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional choice. Isn't Ryko also on JC's mirrors on the Mustang? <laughs> Yes, it is. It correct. Is. Yes, that was an all-round good one. That was just uh, mm. out of the park there. Mm. Um, but you're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. RC Mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. If you'd like to text in 0433981116 is the number. We'll be back with a Burson off-the-track update. We're going to chat to Steve Drummy. He's the executive GM of Burson. We'll t- talk to him in just a moment right here on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Yeah, Nims is all with you. Joined, as always, by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Uh, always good to see little Mac in Toowoomba, one of our absolute regulars. Hey, fellas, little Mac in Toowoomba here. Time to come clean. <laughs> what do you guys daily drive and what do you wish you could daily? Always good to have little Mac on board. 
Hey, good on you, little Mac. Welcome back, little Mac. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Steve Johnson first because um, I have to pay for my car. Steve Johnson doesn't. Why and so Steve Johnson will say, I drive a da 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 thanks to da 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 because he has a commercial arrangement on the radio space. I with, yeah. And I work very hard for that. And 100% I you do. I, 100%. That's why I'm the, giving you the, the folks time. at Lanham Ford. See, there yeah, it is. Griffith and Leeton. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, no, that's, that's where the car came from. You know, it's got a fantastic Ford Ranger. Yes. Wild Track Ranger that mm. uh, tows Jets uh, XL race car that's sponsored by the Lanham Group as mm-hmm. well. And, uh, Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, and to be honest, yes, you're right. But uh, in regard, I've had... Um, some cars now for quite a few years. And honestly, I don't know what else I would drive in regard to... Well, you couldn't drive anything else but a Ford these days, could you? No, well, I mean, I you could, could. I'm not. But it's not. It wouldn't be a cool thing. Um, It'd almost be dirty if you didn't. It really would. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Imagine if I drove like a Chevy pickup or something. People yeah, would... Could you imagine? Oh, they would blow up the just, just, You wouldn't believe it. I just saw Steve Johnson getting out of a Chevy at a Shell service station. Yeah. Can't believe it. <laughs> no, it would be He's jumped like, across the other side. Just to like really ram it home if you went to a BP or something. Ooh. Oh, oh, anyway. Yeah, that'd be... Anyway. Nah. And, what do you, and quickly, what do you wish you could drive? What would you? What would be your dream car? My, Not a Ford. Let me just dream car. Honestly, my dream car probably with, and it's more so a lifestyle thing too. You got to mm-hmm. remember, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not like a, a dad that that's having a midlife crisis and wants to get like a, you know, a Ferrari or something that's got two <laughs> seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, mate, I would be really happy to have like a, uh, like an F one fifty Raptor pickup truck, really cool, mm-hmm. raised up with. You know, big mud tires on it. You right. know, LED light bars. Every so I can just blind every bastard coming towards me that does it to me. <laughs> I just and I can tow the trailer. It wouldn't matter. I could put the kids in the back with an esky. There's heaps of room. Just yep. something like that. Be okay. that's tough and cool. Uh, Little Mac, I drive a Porsche Macan, and my <laughs> stop laughing at it. <laughs> like a gold what color coast. is it? It's blue with beige. It's the old man pack. Uh, beige interior. Yeah, beige interior. Caramel, I think they call it. Caramel. Uh, and my dream car, I would have a Porsche 911 GT2. That would be me. GT2. GT2. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Little Mac. uh, Thank you, Little Mac. Thank you for that. I've got to save some more biscuits. And or grab another wife because Mrs. Mac won't let me have that. Oh, don't let her. (laughs) You backpedal, Matt. Matt, backpedal. (laughs) 0433-981116 if you want to jump on board. Right now, it is time to do this. And now, it's the driver's seat off the track update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. Yeah, we do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts celebrating 50 years. Normally, this is the part where you do the heavy lifting, Matthew. But you know what? Tonight, we, we're giving you the night off and we're going straight to the top. Got, got the another, ultimate heavy lifter. Yeah. Another night off. <laughs> yes. we, we've got the Arnold Schwarzenegger of heavy lifting coming up right now. Wow. <laughs> Please welcome onto the driver's seat. And we thank them for their support. They've been a partner for us for about six or seven weeks now. Uh, Steve Drummy, Executive General Manager from Burson, joins us. Steve, welcome to the driver's seat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks, gents, for the intro. Uh, that's a, it's a pretty good intro, to be honest, and uh, give me some time to talk about person. Thank you. Well, they, uh, but before, Steve, before we get right into that, and welcome to the show, this is your debut. Thank you. Um, to yes, answer is. one of our texts, uh, we, we've just had to tell little Mac from Toowoomba uh, what we drive and what we would hope to drive, what our dream car is. I think as it's your first time on the show, you have to tell us what you drive and also what your dream car is. Uh, yeah, family bike, mate. So I've got a BMW at the moment, uh, yes. five series. But I do, but I do have a midlife crisis, which is a uh, which is a Mustang. Uh, and the dream car would be a '69 Mustang, to be honest. Um, oh yes, yeah. 
Oh, I've got one, one of them in my shed at the moment. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I'm working yeah. on one yeah. now. I'm actually converting it. It's a, it's a client's, but yeah. for a team Johnson, but it's I'm converting it to a. Uh, it's going to have a four. The, the latest. It's going to be 69 Mustang, but it's going to have everything like a 2021 Mustang. It's going to have a Coyote in it. It's going to. Yep. It's going to be supercharged. It's going to be a very cool bit of kit. But okay, nice. 69 Mustang close right. to my heart. Won all my championships in one of them. You did right. too. You did too. Um, Steve, you, you are from Burson. You're the big head honcho there. Uh, been a hell of a year for you, mate. Like, it's been a big year because you're not only celebrating 50 years, but I, as I understand it, you've also just opened your 200th store. Yeah, no, uh, head honcho. Just one of the team members, mate, to be honest. But, yeah, no, it's just an incredible year for Burson. Um, growth of not only store count, but our business overall. Sales, customers, you know, suppliers, and most importantly, our team members, all key factors, um, Pretty humble business, uh, fellas. Uh, started mm. in 1971, and in August we opened our 200th store in country Victoria, Delicon, uh, Ballarat. So pretty exciting in the 50th year. And that just for us, really proud to be an Australian company and supporting many Australian businesses and families. And just got an incredible uh, team that uh, that we work with. Uh, pretty customer focused, passionate, really great down to earth people. And to be honest, I reckon they're the best in the trade business. Hey, mate, I know we know, or we both know here, Maddie and I have spoken about yeah. it uh, quite a few times, actually, that you're a, you're a bit of a motorsport fan. Uh, apart from me, because I've got the same name as you and you love what I used to <laughs> yeah. do, uh, who is your other favourite all-time driver? <laughs> no, it's pretty hard to go past you, mate. But, uh, oh, thanks, uh, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, so sorry. That. Yeah. No, no, it, it is. But, no, honestly, um, it'll be Peter Brock um, yep. and um, all-time favourite uh, I remember as a kid watching the Bathurst with mum and dad, and I reckon one of the things that really struck me was, you know, when they you know, they'd cross to, to one of the television tra- programs, and you know, he'd be talking, he'd be casually driving and commentating at the same time, and um, for me that was just special. For, I, for a bloke I love. Another, yeah, Sorry, mate. Pressure. I was just going to say yeah. I love that stuff too. I love, and they've been playing a lot of that recently on on Fox Classics and things. And I remember one distinctly as a kid. Is Peter? It might have been in the VL back then. Maybe I can't remember, but mm-hmm. he was on the in car yep. camera. It was almost like down in the passenger footwell, looking mm. up at Pete. Yeah, and he was actually talking to Alan Moffat on the other end, who was in the commentary booth. And it was just unbelievable how he was talking and he was having to hold the car in second gear and drive one-handed because he had a few issues yeah. that was going on. But, you know, between him and my dad doing that, I mean, I really wish that that sort of stuff would come back yeah. in 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 this day and age, but it doesn't seem to be widely liked by, you know, I won't say a lot of the drivers, but probably more so the teams. Mm. Oh, I'll leave my driver alone, let him concentrate. So, I mean, I, I really would love that sort of stuff to come back, Steve. Oh, same. And I think, uh, I reckon what you're talking about is the same clip I can remember as a kid um, and just casually, nearly, nearly having his, um, you know, his arm on the, uh, yep. on the outside of the car and just driving one-handed. Just, uh, yeah, fat-arming yeah, it. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was pretty Pretty good. special, Bill. Yeah, yeah see... Special. And this is what we love about Burson. You guys are obviously motor, motorsport fans because we're actually seeing you everywhere at the moment. You're in all forms of motorsport. You, you've got a, a lot of fingers in a lot of pies these days. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and that's a, uh, Jens, that's a deliberate part of our strategy. Um, I think you know, we're the type of business that wants to actively support grassroots motorsport. Um, you know, it's part of our DNA. Our stores are really committed to uh, local businesses and, and communities and, uh, we, we just like supporting motorsport wherever. You know, in, we've got dozens of types of motor support uh, that we support, you know, from karting to HQs, jet boats, Excels, 
yeah, including Motorsport Australia at the moment. And importantly, uh, we're a big uh, supporter of the Girls on Track initiative and, of course, the, the uh, Bagwana boys in TCR. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you about both of those because they, yeah. they are really important they are really important things, Motorsport Australia and, and the FIA Girls on Track initiative and also with the uh, the Bargses. First off, I want to talk about the Bargses and we'll get, we will get yeah. to the FIA Girls on Track, but why the Bargses? I mean, apart from the fact that they they make, when they're not racing, they make great garden gnomes, why the Bargses? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, mate, mate uh, great family, good bikes. Uh, and, and we like the category, the TCR category. It kind of represents uh, a lot of the type of cars that our customers own and work on. And we think it's, an, it's a category that we're looking forward to seeing growing. Um, and when it comes to the Bargwanas, like, they're just a perfect fit for Burson. Like, great, really down-to-earth family, and they live and breathe cars. Um, they do a lot of work in their own cars, and that's where they fit in. And uh, they're included in our Burson garage. That's, a, that's basically mm. designed for home mechanics and car enthusiasts mm. and members, you know, who get discounts, but also best advice in the business. And both Jason and Ben are... Yeah, as I said, uh, fantastic people to be involved. Really, yeah, down to earth, humble people to be involved uh, in motorsport. We, yeah, that represents Burson as well in, in our mind. And the girls on track, the FIA girls on track. What attracted you to that with Motorsport Australia? Because we love it. We've often we often have a lot of the girls we do, uh, on our show. On our like show, Molly Taylor. Yeah. We had yeah. Kate Peck on. Uh, it's been Jess Dane. Yeah, Jess Dane. Yeah. What what attracted yeah. you to that? Well, I, I, yeah, absolutely, just to the start, look, we're really proud to be associated with it. But to, for us to give plat, uh, females a platform to gain experience and, and just opportunities in motorsport is, uh, is something we just didn't hesitate in getting behind. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, synergies between girls and track and, and what we do at Burst. And like motorsport, our industry is, uh, is very male-dominated, but we're working hard at changing that. You know, over 25% of our workforce and our female, and we're really committed to making and a, a place where everyone wants to work and you know, with working with Motorsport Australia and providing employment opportunities with some of the, of the participants for girls on track as well, just so they can um, you know, build a career and, um, and live out their passion. You know, again, just supporting grassroots and, uh, and focusing on the community. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I agree. I think it's a sensational what you do. There should be more partners getting involved and the more... The more female participants we see, not only just behind the wheel, but I think, you know, like Jess Dane in management positions or on the track as yep. flaggies or yep. just getting involved. I think it's involved. brilliant. I think we need to yep. uh, we need to be pushing it um, a whole lot more. And Steve, just before we let you go, you've been very generous with your time. This yeah, your no segment, worries. the Burson Off Track uh, update, is often... Um, I, I run very close to the line when I do this. There's usually on a Thursday morning, I get concerned about getting lawyers' letters or getting sued because I've let things get out. I want to know if I do get sued, A, are you going to bail me out or are you going to be uh, there on the legal end to help me out? But B, I also just want to say uh, for this week, it, whilst we've had you on, there is still a little bit of burst and off track update news coming through that I can. I reckon I can tell you pretty confidently that I think young Hazelwood will not be at Brad Jones Racing next year. I think he is going to be gone. I think he is going to be replaced by Fullwood from WAU. That's the jungle drums that I'm hearing this week, particularly now that Kostecki was confirmed at Tickford uh, and that uh, Jack LeBrock, I think, is going to be confirmed at Matstone Racing. We've always said that we thought that Todd Hazelwood might be uh, might be on the unemployed full-time list at the end of next year, and I think it's going to come to fruition. So there you go, Steve. We still had a little bit of uh, Burson off-track update stuff.
No, good stuff. And I'd, I'd bail you out, mate. I'd, uh, oh, I'd, good to know. I'd, I'd, yeah. <laughs> good to have know. Have you back mate, Nimsy, you've got this recorded. Obviously, this is going live around the around the yeah, country. So we've I got do, Steve Drummy saying that he will bail me out. So I'm also trying to yeah, figure. Not, I'm, also trying, I'm also trying to figure out what we're going to do for segment six. Now that you've gone uh, <laughs> upset that <laughs> up. But, um, hey, look, what are we what are we going to do here? I mean, you give him a rundown, Steve, and uh, what, what can you know? Yeah. But rundown, schmundown. <laughs> you know, we're, we're he doesn't. In. He can't read one page ahead. Nimsy, you should know. <laughs> he does it all the time. I know. I know. I, I, it's been five years. Why haven't I picked up on that yet? But <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hey, Steve, look, we do appreciate, one, your support, uh, and thanks for jumping on board the driver's seat, uh, making your debut. You did absolutely stellar. I don't think the lawyers will be getting in touch with them like they normally do. Hey, Nimsy, I'd like to point out, though, I'm actually at Burson almost daily. For, Are you? Yeah, almost daily because um, we do quite a lot of work on, on Excels and stuff through our little workshop um, when we can. And, okay. mate, it's, I'm always, they know me. Flat out in that uh, Oxenford store. I was going to say, give your local Burson well, store a, uh, a place. Burson Oxenford. Yeah. There you go. And if they yeah. don't have it, yeah, I go to Burson Narang. And if they don't have it, I go to Burson Slacks Creek. <laughs> well, um, uh, no, thanks for the support. Yeah, and, a, and a big call out to the Burson team members and families. Yep. Uh, they've, yeah. they've been sensational. So, uh, uh, appreciate it. Specifically, the guys too at Burson Auto Parts in Penrith on uh, Bat Street. Nice. They are they are big Fantastic. supporters of the driver set. They always share our posts, and we thank them for their support. We know that they love to listen. They're probably tuning in to on eleven seventy SEN in New South Wales. But uh, Steve, we've taken up way too much of your time. Thank you so much for joining us, mate. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you at trackside at some point in time. Uh, thank you. Thanks, gents. Have a good night. Take care. See you guys. Bye-bye. Steve Drummy there. He's the Executive General Manager. Joining us legend. for so the good. Burson yeah. Auto Parts uh, off-the-track update. We do it thanks to Burson Auto Parts. The known to first-class knowledge and service. Matty, Matty, Matty. What, what, what a legend. I like him. First off, oh, now, now we, we've got another. We've got a Burson Touring Car update that's coming up. Do you want to ruin that one now? Or well, can, we, can we get to that later? Let me, let me, let me, I don't know, let me go through and see what I can ruin. Put put his gogs on so I can read it. (laughs) Let me see what I can ruin. I'll go through a few more pages. Look, uh, (laughs) we do thank Steve (laughs) for jumping on board. We're going to take a quick break. Your texts are more than welcome here on the driver's seat. 0433 98 1116. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. You'd be happy to know, Maddie, last week when you weren't here. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know how it, there's a certain time of the evening where it gets to where we forget that, oh, that's right, we're doing a radio show. Mm-hmm. It still happens. Like, oh, geez, 10 seconds, guys. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. That's, uh, I did hear that. <laughs> I did hear that. I could tell as I was sitting. Now, you can tell when we yeah. come back from the break and we're all going. And you just hear. <laughs> we're all giggling. Yes, if you hear the paperwork going. the paperwork going. Hey, uh, <laughs> what, what are we doing with your dick? Um, uh, <laughs> and Dad's just sitting there going. Hey, right now, it is time for this. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes big moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes. Yeah, Bendix Brakes is Australian technology for all weather confident braking. And I do believe that Blind Freddy saw this one coming, but... Shock and horror, Gen 3 has been delayed to 2023. No. No. I'll hate to say, and I can only say this in here because if I say this at home, I get in a lot of trouble. Hate so. to say, I told you so. <laughs> I'm sure Nimsy could probably go back not that far and pick out a, a lot of grabs from us here saying, yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen, mate. No, Stone yeah, even uh, said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, but we said it before that. Yes, we did true. say it before. Well, we've been saying it since 
a long time. And we did get Tim Edwards on the show, if you remember from Tickford. And we did say to him, Tim, come on, mate, talk to us. And look, he sold it very well. He did. He did. If it was going to happen the way that Tim said it was going to happen, I believe that we would have been okay. But literally 30 seconds after that, when you actually deep dive it and you talk to a few people and you have conversations, you know, it was never going to happen. I've I've got an inkling. Ooh. I've got an inkling that there could be Iron Holden and one Mustang mm. or a Commodore and a Mustang. Mm-hmm. No, a Camaro and a Cam- Mustang. Sorry, a Camaro and a Mustang. <laughs> Same thing. Sure. <laughs> uh, Both not available. Pressing. Be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mustang's available. No, yeah, but the Camaro and the Commodore aren't. No, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, now I lost my train of thought, mate. Sorry. Anyway. Yes, you're hoping to. Uh, you was... were thinking you're having an inkling. Inkling that. You could They're feel pressing it in your very, waters. very hard. Mm. I can feel it in my loins. In your that, loins, deep in your loins. Uh, Jesus. They're going <laughs> to possibly have a Camaro and mm-hmm. a Mustang on track for demonstrations at mm. Bathurst. Yes, I heard that too. I read that actually in a report somewhere. Allegedly, uh, Friday, Allegedly. Friday, December the 3rd is meant to be the, the big unveiling. They'll pull the sheet mm. off. They'll have Steve there in a pair of shorts and a very young SVG looking very awkward <laughs> next to one of them. Like that did with <laughs> Where me budgie smuggly. Ooh. And, Ooh. And, uh, You're in a pair of budgies. Oh, packing. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what? If you say so yourself, there, big fella. Packing a lot of body into <laughs> yeah, those little, right. little budgies. It's not just packing there, mate. It's packing everywhere. <laughs> The hardest working seams in Australian uh, material are working on your budgie smugglers, let me tell you. Now, now, just going back to Gen 3, as opposed to Gen X over there. Oh, um, Gen Y, yes. Now, yeah. that, now not only that, uh, supercars have also committed to having, throughout 2022, uh, you'll be seeing, like, the Gen 3 race car, you know, just in, like, little exhibitions on track and stuff like that. And, now, Steve, you were there when car of the future was there how many little demo spots do they have with the uh with the brand new cars back in like 2012 2013 one bathurst i think wasn't it well they did well they did they did it at bathurst and i thought they did it at homebush as well okay well they might have had two yeah there you go Mm, homebush but nimsy again okay so i understand every and of course blind freddie as you rightly said um could see this coming Mm -hmm. but everything that supercars have said the driver's seat has said from like midway, even earlier than this year. Bring it out, test it, do the odd run here or there at events, get the crowd falling in love with it, and then have 24 of the buggers on on the grid Mm. when we go racing in 2023. This is not rocket science stuff. I don't know why it's taken this long with this amount of consternation, with this amount of criticism, with this amount of questioning, why it's now come to they're just now doing what they should have been doing. Yeah. All the way. This is this is perfect. It's like they didn't want to announce it early. It's weird because they were worried about what was going to happen. It's I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't know why. But Nimsy, forget everything that's gone in the past. Let's look forward. Mm-hmm. Um, what they're doing is now good. They have a car at the end of this year to wet everyone's whistle for next year. They'll have it on demonstration runs. They'll do some testing. It'll it'll be a storyline all the way throughout the year. And then in twenty twenty three, when we get to Newcastle, if that's where it's going to start. We're going to have some really well-developed, hot-looking race cars that are not going to be sitting on the side of the road as smouldering 
unreliable wrecks because we haven't tested them. Yeah. The, the It will give all of the teams an opportunity commercially to go out and get some new partners potentially. We'll give the it, manufacturers a new manufacturer. more time or a, a new manufacturer more yeah. time to be able to come in. Absolutely. I mean, I saw a report during the week that Dreamy Seema was saying exactly that, that, you know, this could be a lure for a new manufacturer. I said, I think he's dreaming. Dreamy Seema. Dreamy Seema. And you'll, you'll also have a, the branding Mustang as well. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, so I... I it all lines up, and I just don't know why it had. We it's gone through all that hoo ha and palaver to finally get to the point where everyone's just said this is what you should be doing. So I'm looking forward to it now. I'm looking forward to seeing it at Bathurst. If you and I are there, um, I'm looking forward to hearing it. I'm looking forward to watching it go, and then watching its development throughout next year, and then for a red hot start in 2023. Yeah, it sh- look. At the end of the day, like I know it does sound like we are being rather negative towards the thing, but this is the right decision. Everyone totally. said it was the right decision. It was just yep. everyone was very gung-ho to be like, no, no, we said 2022. Well, mate, you can change your mind. There has been uh, two years of a, correct. of a rather crappy pandemic that's been correct. stuffing up everyone's lives. So. Correct. But uh, thankfully, um, sane, sanity. sanity, that's the word, that's the word. It's been a long day. Anyway. Yeah, and thanks, JC, for uh, blowing our Bendix Breaks big moment earlier in the interview. <laughs> so it's not only Maddie that's throwing your smoke bombs, yeah, Nimsy. It's throwing, actually JC as well. Oh, throwing no. me under the bus pretty hard, the both of you. And then the old mate special guest, he gets he doesn't get touched. Oh, that's good J- JC doesn't come back next week, though. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that well, was... I might not either, Nimsy. And I, and I, I can't didn't... work like this. I might just throw my toys out of the cot and go <laughs> back to Hamilton Island. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to miss out on the chat with James Moffat then. So, uh, no. oh, have you got the Crazy Frog soundtrack ready to go? Oh, I don't, not at the moment. But um, <laughs> oh, put him on the give it a week. Hey, that was our Bendix Breaks big moment. You can put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Breaks, it's Australian technology for all weather confident braking. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter. Shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. In fact, they've been doing it for over 40 years, making tomorrow matter. Uh, <laughs> this one made us chuckle on the text line. 0433 98 11 16 if you'd like to jump on board. Tommy and Hobart with... An absolute stellar line. Which one of you boys wanted, wants to go <laughs> well, to that one? Well, first off, because we haven't had Tommy from Toowoomba. So, Tommy from Hobart, you get that. Tommy from Hobart uh, this week. By the time Gen 3 is actually ready, they'll be eligible for Touring Car Masters. <laughs> waiting, waiting, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, Tom. Uh, 2023. With two cars that won't be available and one car that'll have a new model. Actually, one car that'll have a new model mm. and one car that's not available. In fact, completely stopping production. Do you know what's actually next year? Do you know what's actually funny? I, on my way to work uh, earlier in the week, I actually saw a. I think it, I can't remember. I think it was a VF Commodore, but, oh, yeah. it, but it had Chevy badges on it. You know, when, oh, yeah. you know when people yeah, do the that? bow tie. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, there was a whole range of. Uh, there was a, there was a model run for whatever reason that came in with the full Chevy nose in it, which was the the bow tie the whole lot. I don't know why that. Why? Why? Yeah, that oh. why? I don't know why. Anyway, look, anyway, he looked very happy with his uh, Chevrolet Commodore. But um, <laughs> hey, mate, in a couple of years, it'll probably be worse than dough. Probably would. Hey, right now it is time for this. This is the driver's seat race rewind. Yeah, we do it thanks to Gates Australia. Don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium Belts, Hose, and Hydraulics. And now, last week uh, when 
Big Richard was sitting in that chair, Matthew. Uh, we brought up the Eastern Creek 12-hour because one of our tech, one of our wonderful texters jumped on board saying, how would a 500K enduro go mm. at, um, at SMP? To which uh, Steve looked like he wanted to vomit in his mouth yeah. at the thought of that. <laughs> but but um, uh, DJ then pointed out that, you know, he has done not only a 500-kilometer uh, race around SMP, but also the Eastern Creek 12-hour. So I dug up some of the stats now, DJ referred to it as a tale of the tortoise and the hare with him mm. and JB the tortoise and mm. guys like Scafey, Jim Richards, and a, a flurry of Porsches, uh, the hares. And um, they actually did a hell of a job. And look at some of those names and the cars that they came in front of. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It's got, and even guys like you know, Peter Fitzgerald, who still around now, and he, you know, he raced a lot of things. He was like the production car guru back in the day. Fitzy. Fitzy. Oh, yeah, in that Porsche. For yep. sale at yep. the moment, too. I think one of his original cup cars for sale, yep. just by the by. Um, so, yeah, you know, Andrew Medici, um, you know, Gary Walden, which is a guy that is Man not Andy. synonymous to many people outside mm. of motorsport, mm. but um, a very, very good pillar who actually drove with Mark Scaife and Alan Grice in the same car. So, uh, very cool. Jack Brabham. Jack Brabham raced. Yeah, Black Nimsy. Jack. In That's a Honda cr- NSX, he was supported by Honda. Yes, I believe at that at that stage. So, yep. um, something uh, that that race used to be mainly or was held for quite a number of years at Bathurst, and I believe that was the first year it went to um, Sydney Motorsport Park. You're 100 percent correct. Then. There, it was uh, the first and only time that the 12 hour was at Eastern Creek. In fact, this was the last time. Uh, last time. They did the 12-hour proddy race there. It was then abandoned until 2007 when it returned and back at Bathurst and, of course, became the GT race that we know now. But, uh, boys, it did. You we've, might... both, we've both driven in that, the Bathurst 12-hour. Yeah. I won that, if uh, I recall. Uh, yes. Yes, I, I won V8 Utes and GT3. And Stevie J, I think you won Class B. Yep. For non-GT3 cars. Yeah. So, Carrera Cup. Yes. Do you remember passing me? Going up Conrod Strait, I was in the pink BMW. Up or down Conrod Strait? Uh, sorry, uh, going up Mountain Strait. Yep. I remember being, I remember <laughs> in my pink BMW going up the road, and I just remember, boom, and I saw a Porsche, and then I saw a little wave of a hand as you went yes. screaming on past. wave. G'day, Maddie. There you go. Yes, but we both stood at the top there yep. at uh, Mount Panorama, the only yep. time we ever did it, really. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Twelve hour back again though uh, next year, which should be yes. Mm. Yeah, well, let's hope Nimsy because it is it has migrated into and merged into and more and metamorphosized into a brilliant race. The, mm. the GD three race, um, the Bathurst twelve hour is brilliant. Requires a lot of teams to come from overseas, a lot of drivers, big crews, international event, big yeah. international event now. So now that the borders are open. Um, supercars who own that particular event have have now given it a date of when it is coming back. Of course, this year that date was taken by supercars as the opening round of the of our uh, the Mount Panorama Five Hundred. That's exactly right. So because um, they're the promoters, yeah, supercars the promoters. That's correct. Yep. They, own the event. Event. they yes. own the event. They own and the event. And they're the promoters as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's why it's such a good event now because it used to be run by someone else and they weren't fabulous at it. So. <laughs> Uh, supercars bought it. <laughs> now, I, I it actually has become a great race. Seems to be the the common thread that seems to be said about the previous incarnation of uh, the organizer. But anyway, we'll push on. Uh, but before we put a bow on the race rewind, I've put a picture in the rundown, boys. Now, uh, you can see now that is Sydney Motorsport Park. Now, do you see that little thing that's circled there? Well, now, now, Nimsy, you know how good I am at looking at our run sheets every week and have been for the last five years. Now, when I printed this off at home, I mm-hmm. thought I'll be diligent. I'll print this off yep. in black and white only. 
So all I see right now is a black patch on my screen with a white surround. Yep. What am I looking at? So that circle, now I don't know if you've got it in colour, Steve, but that circle. No, Maddie printed it out for me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Because my printer ran out of ink. <laughs> right. So right. I texted him, Maddie, can you please print so, it? Tight ass has printed it out black and white. Yeah, so correct. if you notice that little big blotchy mm-hmm. white thing that's in the middle, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. SMP. That's the main straight with uh-huh. the grandstand and everything. Mm-hmm. And that circle is John Bauer in a Mazda RX SP. That wow. is the amount of lighting that was there at the 12-hour at Eastern Creek. No, it no, was bad. Not a lot. <laughs> but you got to remember, too, when they did the 12-hour at Bathurst. 24-hour. The, the 24-hour, sorry. And even the 12-hour to a point, it was, it, it was literally hmm. dark. Lit across the top, and that's it. Going up and down, that was yeah. across the and top. And it was, was hardly lit, lit yeah. across the like the, you might as well put candles out up the top. It was, it, there was lights, but it wasn't. A couple of guys with their was, phones it out. It was a true, it was like the Nürburgring. It was a true mm. 24-hour race. Mm. It was, you know, you needed good lights. You, It was dark. It wasn't like Sydney Motorsport Park now where it's literally like daytime when it's at night. I've raced at QR at night when they were just testing out the lights. Almost hit a kangaroo <laughs> in the middle of the night. Did you? Yeah, it was good. Mm. They've changed that now, I think. Not for the Rue, I bet it wasn't. But, uh... Uh, no, it wasn't for the Rue. <laughs> Pity we won't see the night racing at QR yeah. this year. Pity. Shout out to, to, to Quinny if you're pity. listening. Not yeah, Quinny. Yeah. Um, well, no, pity. Yeah, pity. Well, if, if Quinny had it, mate, we'd have been there man. with lights on, let me tell you. Uh, protect your ride with complete system replacement with gates, belts, and hoses. Visit gatesaustralia.com.au. You're listening to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We've got a touring car racing update for Burson Auto Parts. That is coming up next. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Uh, Tommy and Toowoomba will get to your text in just a moment. No, we won't. <laughs> yeah, just being rude, Tommy. Maybe. We'll not come back to your text. Maybe we won't. <laughs> uh, good to have you on board, Tommy. We were wondering where you went. Um, <laughs> Well, you already used the Tommy for Tommy and Hobart. Yeah, well, you can't Tommy, use that twice. No, Tommy was too late. So Tommy, Tommy too I, had late. To, I had to give the I had to give the top Tommy off the show to Tommy in Hobart, not Tommy in Toowoomba. But Tommy, we will read out your text and everything that you say in your text. You nasty, nasty man. Well, you see, now we've left our listeners in suspenders. So I'm just going to say this, Tommy from Toowoomba. Hi, Maddie. I'd like to say welcome back after your holiday, but honestly, I prefer DJ. <laughs> That's Dick Johnson for those who aren't uh, clear about that. Let me tell you, Tommy, uh, I prefer to be on Hamilton Island than be in this studio. <laughs> so uh, right back at you, pal. Uh, he said, just kidding, saw the story about the new Toowoomba circuit, which will have a 40,000 festival venue as part of its layout. When it's finished, it looks like the perfect place for a rock and race venue. Can't wait for this to be built. Hey, Tommy, we're yep. with you, mate. That's going to be sensational. Uh, the Wellcamp family up there who have who have uh, tipped in to build the... the Wagner family. The, oh, sorry, the Wagner family. At Wellcamp. At Wellcamp. Uh, have tipped in to build the um, quarantine centre up there as well. Got an airport. Going yep, to make, well, they built the gonna, airport. I think it's going to be called the Willpower Circuit from I memory. believe so. Crazy Eye Circuit. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Good on you, Tommy. Very cool. Thank you for I'd jumping. I'd rather on. be on Hamo too. <laughs> Jump, thanks for jumping on board, Tommy. <laughs> uh, time for a quick touring car update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. They're celebrating 50 years. Um, a couple of drivers have ruled out of double duty when it comes to the Bathurst 1000 Mega Motorsport Festivale uh, that will be taking place between <laughs> November 30th to December 5th. We've got to come up with it. They, they can't, just call, they can't just call it, oh, it's a big Bathurst. Come on, guys. No. 
Marketing. You've got, yeah, I mean, the big bathers. Geez, they were up all night working that one. Out, <laughs> yeah, I, they? I mean, fair dinkum. Yeah, I don't know what you, I don't know what you call it. I mean, I'll be calling it the festival of the couch mm-hmm. if the borders <laughs> to Queensland. Uh, if I can't get home, uh, I will be camping there too. By the way, can't get accommodation. Yeah. Did get accommodation, got cancelled. Thanks for that, whoever that was in Bathurst. Really appreciate it. But um, uh, look, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get to what's going on here. So. Garth Tander has ruled out double duty at this year's Repco Bathurst 1000 because he wants to focus on his role as a co-driver for SVG. He shares the lead of the GT World Challenge with Yasser Shahin, whose Audi he's driven in the three rounds. He's also been competing here and there in the TCR Australia Series, and he did both at the Bathurst 6-hour, but he says the drastic differences between a GT and a TCR car, front-wheel um, front drive, left-hand, uh, left-hand drive, paddle shift, Getting into a V8 supercar, rear wheel, right-hand drive, sequential gearbox, would be uh, too detrimental to his efforts in the 1000. Mm. Yeah, I get it. Uh, you know, it is it is like playing the final for... Uh, the Melbourne Storm you, or whatever. Yeah, like, well, no, not even that. Like, you know, the reserve... What do you call the reserve grade? Is it still reserve Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like playing the reserve grade. It's still a TAC Cup or whatever it is. Yeah, that, yeah. It, it's, playing, it's playing Intrust Super Cup before you have to jump on board. Before you have to play the grand final. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. And they're there, you know, it's the biggest race of the year. Why would you jeopardise yourself and your performance hmm. by... Well, just because you're... I mean, I, know, I get it. Chazzy loves it. He loves racing SVG loves racing anything that they can get their hands into mm-hmm. and their bum into, I should say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it comes down to the crunch, those guys just want to win the biggest touring car race in this country by a mile at mm. Bathurst. And, you know, they, they don't, doesn't matter how much they, they can probably drive three categories over the weekend if they want to, they could probably drive all of them, but they don't because they want to be 100% focused on that one, that one race. And I understand that. Chaz, you know who, Chaz actually sorry, said man. Chaz actually said something pretty similar. He says he doesn't want to overcommit himself throughout the week and potentially regret it. Two classes is generally one too many on a weekend, so to make it a triple is even more than that. You don't want to be sitting there on a Sunday night going at the end of the race when you're generally doing a triple stint home and go, you know what, I was probably a little bit tired because I did some extracurricular racing throughout the week. Yeah, yeah oh, totally. And I've I got to tell you, there is, there is. if you look at the top 10 in TCR at the moment, you've got Chas Mostert, Luke King, Josh Buck, and Nathan Morecambe, Aaron Cameron, Lee Holdsworth, John Martin, Jordan Cox, Tony Delberto, Brad Shields. In that top 10, there are three supercar co-drivers and, and or main drivers. Chazzy, obviously, main, Lee Holdsworth, and Tony Delberto. Now, the reality is, is that Chaz is over 100 points ahead in the championship. So you cannot tell me that Luke King, Josh Buckham, Nathan Morkham, and Aaron Cameron, which are separated by 40 points, mm-hmm. are not sitting back tonight going, thank Christ. You have fun with that, that boys. Sh- Enjoy your 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> you see, mate. Bye-bye. I'll help you pack your bags. Bye-bye-bye-bye. I mean, Luke King, this is his debut year. He could win on debut for Audi mm-hmm. with Maotai on the car. Yep. I mean, how good will that be for his career? Joshy Buckham. On debut this year with Hyundai, could win the championship. I mean, brilliant. I've always thought, I, I get that it's great to have the Chazzies and the Holdsworths and the Tony D's in the championship, but those boys are big-time supercar swingers. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that you, and we've said this about TCR, that we've got these these grafters, these hard workers, these young chargers that have been doing essentially a lot of club racing, maybe Toyota 86 in Luke's case, are now actually potentially in the real hunt for a national championship. TCR, for me, at Bathurst, has just become 
massively exciting. Especially since guys like that are going to have to go up against, you know, Michael Caruso, Dylan O'Keefe. They both committed to the double. Uh, we don't yep. know about James Moffat, but it's not like just because there's no Chaz and GT that it's like, oh, this is brilliant. Great right run to the finish line. Uh, they're still going to have to work for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. But I... I I I know Luke King really really well as a bloke. He's a great bloke. We've had him on the show. He's a ripper young bloke. He the focus has sharpened unbelievably toward Bathurst now. Mm. I mean, I think they're going to have another round at at SMP. Uh, I believe that's going to happen. In fact, we got some feedback on that from our uh, on our Facebook site there, Nimsy, about what the supports are going to be. Uh, we'll cover that a little bit later on. But um, yeah, Lukey King. Whoa, Lukey King, Joshy B, Joshy Buckin, and Nathan Morecambe all in the hunt for TCR honours. Chomping at the bit oh, there. At the bit. We cannot wait for the Bathurst 1000 Mega Festivale de la Motorsport. Festivale <laughs> of the Motorsport Carnivale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was our touring car racing update. We do it thanks to Person Auto Parts, known for first class knowledge and service. Uh, back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. And remember, you to rev up your smartphone with The Driver's Seat app. It's available in the App Store. One from Lee on the text line. Hi, boys. Maybe Garth should take some lessons from Steve. Big Mac in one hand, fries in the other, and drink between the legs while driving with his knees. Please drive three different cars at Bathurst. Please drive three different cars at Bathurst is easily, says Lee. Uh, of course it's easy. But Lee, you're wrong. It's not a Big Mac, mate. No, no, no. We were just having that discussion yeah. off air, weren't it's we? It's a cheeseburger. Yeah. They're the easiest thing to eat while you're driving. Like if Cat like reactions from Stevie J. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, where were we? Uh, yes, um, we're talking silly season. Now, earlier you dropped a bit of a bomb that uh, Toddy Hazelwood well, yes. might be in a bit I, of yeah. froth and bubble. Well, look, I, I've got to be honest. I did say that I thought Todd would probably be on the unemployment line. Yeah, However, yeah. I am dead wrong. From BJR. From BJR, yeah. right? I think he's going to be leaving BJR. I need to clarify that because I did sort of say that I thought he'd be unemployed. But I don't think he will be unemployed. Totally. Actually, totally. I think he is going back to a team. Um uh, the secret squirrels have been out and making Ooh. inquiries and chatting and talking. And uh, I think he's going to end up at MSR, back at MSR, where, of course, really? he won his development series championship. So that would be a full That's a full uh, circle. Full driver change yeah. at MSR. Yeah, full. Yeah. Yeah. They've I, had consistency the last few years with the two young fellas. And yeah. obviously uh, Jake is has gone to Tickford. Tickford bound. Yep. what, yep. Zane's not going to be there next year? I, and I don't know the reasons why. So it, it would be it would be remiss of me to say why or where he's going. I have absolutely no idea. And, and I, again, I might say, just a caveat to it, this is what I'm hearing. It's This year in the silly season, we've all been proven wrong at some point. You know, at, at one point, it wasn't going to be Brock Feeney at Triple Eight. So we've all been very wrong. But, things yeah, can those, those on, things those, can change on a dime. They can, and it's usually got to do with a lot of money and other bits and pieces and, and disgruntled people. But, yeah, there, I reckon there could be a chance that uh, that young Toddy H will end up back at MSR, which as, is good because he left on not great circumstances, I don't think, last time. So it's good to see that a team has made some patch-ups if he does go back and it's all good. does make – I am a little bit a little bit disappointed then that the whole super light thing isn't going to continue into fruition mm. to see those guys – both Kostecki and um, Zane get full competitive, but you know that's right. They're off to different areas, obviously, and we might see Te- we might see Toddy Hazelwood back. And of course, we've got to look at some of the other on un- uncontracted drivers there. Mm. Uh, 
Cameron Waters is still out of contract. Yeah, but he's signing. Don't worry about him. Because where's he going to go? Oh, well, he's not going anywhere. He's not going, he's not going, going to WAU. What about a prime city Grove racing? <laughs> no, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to happen for a whole bunch of, like, probably millions and millions of reasons. That's not going to happen. Certainly not this reason. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Mm. Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. No cash, Robbo. Well, at least you know if you've got an upset stomach at that team, you've got plenty of uh, places to go to. <laughs> Grove Higher. Grove Higher? Oh, yeah. yeah. Portaloos. Galore. Galore. Mountain out the back. It's the only thing, I, I, the Groves to me, I, I know them quite well through the Porsche Carrera <laughs> Cup thing. And I've always wondered, <laughs> there was something just odd with them, and it's the Portaloos. Portaloos. Because I've got a full-on phobia of Portaloos. Really? Yep. Made him some money. Hey, Jack LeBrock, uh, he is not, going... Not so much money, sorry, just... Going in them, right? Okay. <laughs> that's, that's Are you scared they're going to tip over? Well, I, I have seen Jackass, some. So it's just no <laughs> good. Yeah. I have seen <laughs> someone push one over and. Oh yeah, and no half good. of them at the at the the Gold Coast event yeah. when it was when it was Indy and and obviously the yeah. supercar side of things, they were all on like forty five degree angle on hills. I'm oh, like, I'm mate. not getting that bloody <laughs> yeah, thing. No, I, I've uh, the same thing uh, I've seen at the AGP, mate. I go. wouldn't go to the. I wouldn't poo in them with someone else's bum. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's, that's a sight that I didn't oh, need in my ear right now. Dear, this but, uh, time of night, how's that for a visual? But uh, look, we'll oh. we'll uh, we'll take oh. a quick pause of the course. Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. It's the bewitching hour at the moment, as you can, in case you haven't told. Uh, um, on the Thank text you. line, 0433 if you want to text in. Add your names to it too, because we've got an absolute yeah. great one here. This is a beauty. Do you want to read this one out, Matty? If you've just tuned in, we were talking, we're a high-class radio show here, folks. We were just talking about port loose and uh, one, one of our listeners... Well, I was talking about how I've got a phobia of Yes, yeah, so you won't do it. And no. the Grove team, obviously, that's where they made their money, in port loose port of uh, so this one, Portaloos. Have you ever tried one that hasn't been emptied for three days in the Northern Territory wet season? 40 degrees Celsius and 90 8% humidity is a special type of funky. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thought of that. And the thing is, they don't sell that because you've got to pump them about yeah, 10 times with your someone foot. Someone else oh. has touched the pumper. And, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Quick go down. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the only thing that would that would boy, this is high class, right? The only stuff. thing the is, only thing that would do that would be Melbourne Cup Day. I reckon. Oh, imagine, imagine on Melbourne Cup Day. I mean, there was a movie about that, wasn't it? With Shane, Shane Jacobs. Yeah, Jacob. he was. Um, uh, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny, yeah. Kenny, Kenny, the Portaloo guy. He was emptying him on Melbourne Cup Day. Yep. What? That was. That's just a wrong. It's <laughs> a wrong thought. It's the the flap game's good though. Sorry, the flap game. Sorry. This, is, this would be a bit... Boy, it's, oh boy it's I'm just going to get away from the microphone. It's where you're busting. <laughs> it's where you're busting. And, and you've got to go to the loo. Because, you know, the portal loo, the flap goes when yeah, it gets it goes a bit of weight on it. And, yeah. So you've got to, you know, do number ones. And you've got to see how many flaps you can get going, right? Yeah. It looks like... like before you know, it empties it. I am a long way away from the microphone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do not want to touch that one. <laughs> Although I must say... You seem to know a lot about Portaloos, and yet you state you've never been in one. Uh, well, remember, no. we keep saying uh, he, this is where he gets all of his scoops. He bumped into Chas Moss at, at the, one. And Lou. You did too. Cross swords, yeah. And that was Greg, by the way, from Upper Coomera. Hey, Greg. Thank welcome you, back. Greg. I know, you, I know you've texted in a, a couple of ones. Uh, Greg also said earlier that uh, 
uh, Commodores with Chevy badges or a dime a dozen sitting on the bricks in front yards all over Logan here in Queensland. So thank you for that. Yes. Bom- Bomadors, I think, was the term. Uh, Greg. Thank you very much for that, Greg. Uh, mm. Thanks for jumping on board. Hey, mm. right now it is time for a Formula One update. And remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show, the only driver's seat app. Got podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It is a must for all motorsport fans. But let's talk a bit of Formula One. I hit the wall. Uh, Copy, Max. <laughs> oh, for oh, no, Stappen on the inside of Vettel, they no, have touched. Max. That was inevitable. Well, he does have the lead of the championship at the moment as Valtteri Bottas enjoyed his first win of the season at the Turkish Grand Prix. But oh, good. Uh, not a good day at the office for Lewis. No, and look, should we should we talk about the controversy of Lewis Hamilton first, or should we talk about the can we, Bottas can we, result? Can first? we? Or we talk about the Bottas result because I. With five laps to go, and he was about to win, I turned around to Jet, my young fellow Jet, and I said, "Hey Jet, I bet you I know what Valtteri's going to do for his uh, like for for his victory celebration over the radio. Uh. Do you want me to tell you what it is?" And he goes, "Yeah, what's he going to do, Dad?" And I said, "He's going to do this. Ha ha ha! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it." <laughs> and, and you know what? He came across the line, and he did exactly that. So thank you, Val3, for doing what you normally do. Well done, Val. You set your watch by him. <laughs> there we go. He goes, ha, ha, ha. Yes. yes. That's oh, it. Look, thank, you, thank you, Valtteri. Lots of emotion there. Danny Rick also had a pretty bad day at the office as well. Uh, Danny Rick Shocker. had a Barry Crocker. Absolute Barry. I mean, they changed everything on that car from qualifying to race. Qualifying to race? No, from practice to race. Mm-hmm. Practice, practice to, to qualifying. Everything. And I'm then talking... they changed it for the race because Everything. he qualified so poorly in 16th. They said, let's take a penalty. Yeah. Let's take a new power unit, yeah. new everything. Oh, everything to the drink holders. Yep. Got replaced. And we'll go to the thing. back. So then they're in a, they're in a good position mm. Could for have the power through. unit um, for the rest of the year. But, yeah, they still were shocking, weren't they? And, uh, you know, we talk about he was driving like it had the brakes on. This thing did have the brakes on. He had rear braking issues. Mm. I mean – I don't know. It was a shock. It was hard to watch because he couldn't, he couldn't, not that I'm outwardly criticizing Williams and Russell, but he couldn't get hmm. within earshot, eye shot of, of George Russell in the Williams. Well, he couldn't was, do it. he was behind, he, he and Carlos Sainz started from the back Yeah, and he was behind Carlos Sainz and Carlos was passing person after person after yep. person and Danny Rick, Danny nowhere. just got stuck behind George. Yep. Nowhere. So really unfortunate for Danny, although let's not cry for Danny because he just bought himself an $18.6 million mansion in Los Angeles. He can go and and cry in his big mansion or his farm in Perth or his little unit in Monaco. But uh, good for you, Danny, but shock and race. Sorry, mate. Crocker. Uh, Let's talk about Lewis Hamilton. Eight laps to go. Um, uh, He didn't want to pit. Uh, His team told him that he would pit. He had to pit. He came in and um, dropped back and then blew up Deluxe Royal, took all, of the, took all of the pomp and ceremony and uh, happiness out of Bottas's win and focused all on the negativity of Lewis blowing up at his team. Not cool, Lewis. Yeah, not, not cool at all. I know you're a seven-timer, mate, and you're the best there ever was. But um, what time are we in Melbourne? We're... 9.44. We're 9.40. Okay, so we're after 9 o'clock. Lewis, you acted like a dickhead. Mm. Mate, if I spoke to... I've got to tell you, if I spoke to my engineer on the radio like that, it would be a real short conversation when I got out. <laughs> Let me tell you. i tell you what, when and you... And I wouldn't be talking. <laughs> they did a pretty in-depth look on his tyres at the end of the day mm-hmm. um, on the TV, and... Obviously, they are bored like they were last mm-hmm. year when he won the race, mm-hmm. but they weren't just bored. They were 
very, Canvas. very bold. And yeah. they weren't smooth board like a slick. They were bumpy. Mm. So that thing could have let go at oh. any time. And you know what? P5 points for the round is much better than P no points. Totally. At all. Totally. Uh, and I just think it's a trap. For, I mean, not a trap for young players. I think it's a lesson for young players. You just don't. I get that we're competitive. I get that it's the heat of the moment. And I get that he's the best of the best that ever was and ever, probably ever will be in our lifetime anyway. But the reality is you just don't speak to your team that way. Mm. You just don't speak to your team that way. Because those guys are working think. their ring off too. Oh, mate. All day, all night. First in, last out. And he just he just chopped up hard. And, you know, I, I didn't think it was very good. And particularly what he should have said was, you know, that he was really happy for Valtteri to win the win the race and, and all that kind of stuff. Because he drove beautifully, Steve. Um, he drove really, really, really well. Um, and I think he deserved that win. And I think he's really looking forward to going to Alfa Romeo where he can actually <laughs> be in charge of a team and build a team around him. Hard, hard gig being Lewis's number two, let's be honest. Be like being Jamie's number two or SVG's number two, which Brock's about to find out the white-hot reality of that mm. next year. Uh, but, it, look, it was an okay race. Nimsy and Steve had promised everything. We had... Drivers coming from the rear, moving to the front. We had uh, um, uh, we had inclement weather. We had a, a circuit that was really weird on tyres, but fully gripped up, Steve. Like last year, it was like an ice skating rink. This year, the thing was like a Scalectrix track that was so fast, the track itself. And so it, 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 it had everything. It had all the ingredients for a ripper race, and it just didn't deliver, I don't think, anyway, until probably the last... I don't know, five, ten laps. Yeah, I don't even think that was, you know, it wasn't even exciting. Then the, the mm. only thing that was exciting was when Lewis was on those new tyres and was, yeah, you know, getting caught by Gasly and that, but then yep. nothing really eventuated anyway. No, it you know? wasn't a great race. The most race. exciting part of the race for me was watching Carlos Sainz pull off some bomb dive moves. Yeah, he was good. He uh, was really good. You know, he was really that good. was about it. And I love the circuit that you got that I triple I wanted to left. hear him say, send it. Did I? Did I? Did I not? Did I send it? Or vamos. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, quickly, actually, yes, we'll, we'll, ta- we'll take, we'll, we'll do a quick break and then we'll, uh, wrap it all up because there is some talk about the AGP. Now, um, first off the F1 calendar continues, uh, that'll be heading to the U S for the mm. U S Grand Prix on October yeah, 24th. That's Lewis land. That's Lewis land yeah, right there. Is. He's going to be hard to beat there. So that'll be a bit of fun, but, uh, we'll take a quick break and wrap up because the AGP, it could be in the crosshairs and mm. we'll delve into that right after this on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. Just quickly, this uh, rolled across my desk this morning. I thought I'd put it to you boys. Uh, The AGP could be on its last chance because uh, despite leaked versions of the 2022 F1 calendar, which had us penciled in tentatively, according to the little image that you sent me, Matty, April 10th, the third Mm. round of the series, uh, some experts are saying the AGP is on its last chance because Formula One is pretty bored and sick of dealing with the way that Australian authorities are behaving in terms of entering the country because F1 teams have point blank said, nope, not going to do two weeks quarantine which Mm -hmm. remains federally mandated when entering Australia, regardless of where you are. And I believe the quote is, the world is opening up, for better or worse, and Australia needs to understand that it must stop being a fortress. I don't think anything too bad with what he said there. No, I think you're right. And the reality is 
there are countries lining up to have Formula One Grand Prix. There are, 100%. Lining up. How days. many people were at Silverstone this year? Oh, 125,000? Mm. It was hard to watch, isn't it? It's really hard to watch sporting oh, events. Yeah, and, and so the reality is, don't forget that Formula One is a business. And but we you... can still have how many tens of thousands at grand finals here? You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I, we're, we're talking international people here, and it's an international policy. I get that. But again... F1 is a business. Now, if they've got 10 countries deep saying, mate, no quarantine here, and we'll give you the millions of gazillions of dollars worth of money to come here and play, where do you think they're going to go? Yeah. They're not going to ring up Dan and say, hey, listen, Dan, I know it's difficult, um, but, you know, we'd really like to come. Oh, we can't come again? Oh, okay. Oh, well, mm. hey, we'll try again for next year. Garbage. Yeah, g'day, Andrew. We just want to let you know. Don't worry about the two weeks of the quest uh, yeah. that you booked in for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I so look, I I I would be gutted for Victoria. I would be gutted for Australia if we lose it again in twenty twenty two. Particularly now, when you've had such a hard run, you need. It'll be the first really big major event. Um, maybe tennis and then Grand Prix. Is it tennis then Grand Prix? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you get the tennis followed up by the Grand Prix, what a magical start to 2022 that would be for not only Australia, but specifically for Melbourne and Victoria. That'll be absolutely sensational. And I swear to God, there will be a riot if we lose the Australian Grand Prix mm-hmm. long distance, long time, if long time in the distance because of bloody COVID. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, and because of quarantining, I reckon we're right on the edge of this country. Uh, of just about having enough. And if we're going to miss another international sport uh, because of policy, there will be a dead set right. Not just from motorsport heads and gear heads and that sort of stuff, but genuinely from sport lovers. Because the Grand Prix is one of the great times to be in Melbourne. Oh, hell yeah. 100% there. And even, great time. Even Particularly when... in a corporate box yeah. over, the Grand Prix, over the main straight. Fresh beers, good catering. Hmm. Great race cars. Remember those days? Yep. Oh, so good. I do um, remember them. Vaguely. They, vaguely. <laughs> they were, it, it, did, it does seem like another uh, dimension ago, doesn't it? But uh, hey, look, that wraps up the driver's seat for another week. A big thank you to James Courtney for joining us. A big thank you to Steve Drummy, the executive GM of Burson, for good? jumping on board. He was really good. Yeah. Um, that is it from us. We will be back again same time next week with another edition of the driver's seat. For Matt McKellen and Stephen Johnson, we'll see you next week. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.